Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On SEN, your home of sport. It's time on. Another big day in the world of sport. We are into the time on period here on SEN. Good evening. Welcome. Uh, Brett Phillips with you for the next hour. A day where a sporting legend officially hung up the boots. Cameron Smith being hailed by many as rugby league's greatest ever player after announcing his professional retirement. The legendary hooker today ended months of speculation by confirming he wouldn't play on in 2021, bringing to a close a decorated 430-game NRL career for the Kangaroos, Queensland and as Melbourne Storm, and most of that time as skipper. The quote today from the club, Cam is not only among the most decorated players the club has ever seen, he made an immeasurable contribution to our club on and off the field, and his legacy will be remembered in Melbourne forever. Cam Smith, he did front up today, a statue unveiled. Many thought he wasn't going to get back to Melbourne. He'd been reclusive the last few months. His teammates had said we can't get hold of him, but he did appear, Cam Smith, in Melbourne today. That's probably the thing that made it more difficult was that after you know, the end of last year, winning the Premiership, um, I still felt good within myself, physically and mentally. Um, I still felt like my form was good enough to play in the NRL. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, once I spent you know, good quality time with my family um, up in Queensland, I, I knew that it was the right time to finish. And now that it just gives me the opportunity now to enjoy what's going to be, you know, the next phase, next chapter of my life. Um, Hopefully that it'll be it'll involve rugby league in some capacity, but the most important thing for me is that I, I get to enjoy you know, quality time with you know, my wife and my three children. Well, I, I probably in my head I probably made the decision maybe a week ago, uh, but knowing that you know the unveiling of the statues was on today and I was going to be in Melbourne, I thought this is the perfect opportunity to to announce my decision, given that. Um, this is where I and Billy um, started our career. It was right here at Olympic Park, 2002. And uh, this is where I wanted to officially end it as well. Um, and I had the opportunity to stand next to my, uh, my good friend Billy um, when I announced it to everyone as well. So the voice of Cameron Smith earlier today, Billy Slater was alongside him, but also appearing alongside him was the Melbourne Storm coach, uh, Craig Bellamy, who had uh, this to say. Yeah, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. I know it's dragged on, but there's, um, I've had a couple of things that have come up that have been a little bit more uh, important than, than that. So, um, yeah, like I say, hopefully in, in you know, the next couple of weeks, you know, I should be able to make my decision. 
That was, in fact, uh, Craig Bellamy speaking to uh, Gary and Tim on uh, Melbourne Storm Membership Day a little bit uh, earlier uh, today. That's another topic that we uh, will explore and one that we think there will be an announcement certainly in the next uh, couple of weeks. But just a couple of quotes from uh, Craig Bellamy today on uh, Cam Smith. Uh, the greatest player certainly that I've seen from what he's done, his record, well over 400 games. No one has gone over 400 games with the success he's had as captain as well. It's quite remarkable. It hasn't been done before and I can't see it happening again. It's hard to describe his effect on our club or his effect on our uh, on our game. But perhaps the biggest thing for me is how long he's done it for. We've had great players who have contributed heavily to the growth of our game, but to do it for 20 years, that's unparalleled. In my opinion, he's the best player the game has ever seen. So a couple of directions to take this uh, tonight. To the Melbourne Storm faithful out there, your reflections on Cameron Smith and the legacy that he leaves. The most capped Storm player, 430 games, the highest Storm point scorer, 2,786 points. But I want to open it up a little bit further tonight. one 736 736 or on the temper text 0433981116. As sports fans, legends, champions, they wow us. Eventually, their time is up. We never forget them, but the club keeps going and we divert our attention to the next champions in the making. But there are those whose mark has an impact on us more than others. Who are the ones that you found it harder to see go more than others that uh, might have created just that little tear in the eye or is there one that maybe is still to come that is going to be uh, feel really hard to actually uh, let go? So I'd love your calls on that tonight. one three hundred seven three six seven three six or on the text 0433981116. I'll keep my powder dry for a little bit uh, later on. Mine, for me, is still to come. So yours might have been in the past or it might be in the future. But no doubt just watching Cameron Smith uh, today and you just think how incredible the Melbourne Storm have been really, apart from a, a really dark chapter uh, that certainly wasn't the, uh, the doing of the players, they've created an unbelievable club. I mean, three names on the field and a coach off the field who are going to be just revered for many, many years to come. Uh, Dean off the text, Cameron Smith, simply the best. Forget the rest. God bless him and his family. Uh, thanks, Cam. But when you look at uh, the the stats and the numbers of he, Cooper Cronk, uh, Billy Slater and what they've achieved. So just the numbers, Cam Smith, 37 years of age, 433 games, 42 games for Queensland, 56 for the Kangaroos. Cooper Cronk, who didn't have a statue today, which has created a bit of a stir on social media. I want to put that out there to the Melbourne Storm fans. Does Cooper Cronk deserve to have a statue alongside Billy and Cam? They are all 37. They all came through together. They all shared the success together. Yes, Cooper uh, left at the end of 2017, goes to the Roosters and wins another couple of titles. But Cooper Cronk, 325 games for the Storm 50 for the Roosters, 375 games all up. Plenty of games for Queensland and Australian representation as well. And Billy Slater, 37 years of age, 319 games for the Storm, 31 for Queensland and 30 for Australia. The stats are unbelievable. Uh, David's out on the road. David, welcome. Yeah, g'day, mate. There's uh, two players for me, one past and one present. So Matthew Richardson, um, amazing player, you know, almost won a Brownlow in his second last year. Just uh, really felt his loss. And then uh, I think it's going to be a very special day for all Richmond uh, supporters and members when uh, Dustin Martin finally hangs up the boots. 
So you're, you're saying, David, when, when Richo retired, that was, and, and you would have seen many uh, great Richmond players across the journey, but that one was a little bit more heartfelt? Oh, absolutely. He just uh, he held that club together through uh, some of the toughest times. He gave us a reason to go to the footy, and uh, I don't think we were ever able to repay him until uh, 2017. It was great that he was there uh, on the day when uh, the Tigers finally broke through. Yeah, you've got a bit of support off the uh, the temper. Uh, there is uh, a couple there for uh, for Richard. In fact, I just saw him upstairs before I came down. Uh, it was sad when Dane Swanham, uh, Nathan Buckley retired. Yeah, when there's sadness and there's sort of sadness, isn't there? Because there's plenty of players that you admire across the journey. You follow their career. They play for your club. You give them a standing ovation at the end. And, and hopefully, as Cam Smith said today, he intends to get back to Melbourne at some point. Uh, he's got a house here that he needs to sort out and pack up and... I think in time, he will no doubt uh, come before the Melbourne Storm supporters and I'll have a chance to uh, to celebrate his uh, great career. I mean, many after that grand final last year would have felt that it, the writing was on the wall and the time was up. But yeah, the differences between the AFL and, and rugby league, I mean, that's been talked about on the station uh, today. I mean, one of the glaring differences in the last few years, we see rugby players signing for another club uh, in 12 months' time, but they're still playing for their current club. That doesn't happen here. Um, you know, it would never happen with Liss here, uh, with a player being able to leave it this late to make a decision the day before round one, and the door was still open. If Cam Smith had brought his boots uh, down from the Gold Coast uh, this morning, well, Craig Bellamy probably would have said, Cam, you're in. You're the skipper and you're taking control. So uh, there are uh, the differences. Uh, Richo um, getting a couple of nominations, as I mentioned. Uh, seeing Paul Ruse, uh, Lee Fitzroy, was the nail in the coffin for me. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. Pendles in the next two to three years. As a 23-year-old, almost can't remember Collingwood uh, running out without him. Uh, Judd from Carlton uh, getting a nomination from uh, Bryce in uh, Broadford. So uh, keep them coming through. one three hundred seven three six seven three six 736 736 or on the text 04 98 uh, The Melbourne Storm fans, your thoughts. Uh, take us inside what Cameron Smith has meant to your club. But broader to the sports fans uh, listening in tonight, uh, those... Uh, athletes that have just left an even bigger mark that uh, you found it hard to say uh, goodbye to. And as I mentioned, while all eyes were on uh, the Melbourne Storm's unveiling of a statue at uh, Amy Park uh, today, I can't have gone unnoticed that one of the club's most decorated sons uh, wasn't honoured. And this has created certainly a few headlines uh, today. Um, some fans couldn't help but point out a very glaring omission as a statue was unveiled to celebrate the careers of, uh, of course, Cam Smith and uh, Billy Slater. They formed part of uh, Melbourne's uh, big three over the last decade and then some. And it wasn't uh, just at club level that they uh, beat all before them. They also starred for Queensland and Australia, winning Origin Series with incredible frequency along with the Rugby League World Cup, of course, in 2013 and 2017. But the third member of that esteemed group, Cooper Cronk, uh, wasn't immortalised uh, today. Victorian Treasurer Tim Palace. There was a Storm CEO, Justin uh, Rodsky. He's very fresh in the job. The coach, Craig Bellamy, uh, were all present uh, for the day, but no honour for uh, for Cooper Cronk. Um, fair? Unfair? Let us know. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Daniel in Hampton. Daniel, welcome to Time On. Hey, mate. How you going? Good, thank you. Uh, what a legend he's been, Cam Smith. Fantastic. Uh, not even say anymore, I don't think he's just immortal. But I just think, you know, just a guy that's a captain and understands what leadership's all about and certainly has epitomised it throughout his whole career, leaving it till the day before, 
and his club doesn't have a captain, all that sort of stuff. You know, I don't want to put Dan on. I shouldn't really even be saying this, but it just—I thought he would have been probably a bit more proactive and, you know, put the team a little bit more ahead and be able to sort of speak to Bellamy at least, so they could have um, a captain put in place for for round one, which is tomorrow. So, you know, they're already a little bit behind the eight ball. Um, you know, certainly an unbelievable career, and I thought maybe somebody that epitomises leadership might have went by the wayside a little bit. I suspect those internally making the key decisions would have had a, a fair leg up, I suspect. So I don't think it would, have, it would have caught too many people off guard. I mean, certainly Craig Bellamy mentioned it on breakfast here with Gary and Tim this morning that he'd had a number of conversations with Cam Smith since they won that grand final last year. Cam pretty much had stayed in Queensland, so he hadn't been back to Melbourne for some time, but the communication was certainly there. So I think Bellamy would have had a very strong indication for his own planning what was going to happen with uh, uh, with Cam Smith. But I think he, he said it right today. I mean, a guy who's done that much deserves to take as much time as he needed to make uh, the correct decision. Uh, thank you, Daniel. Appreciate your call. Greg in Blackburn. Hi, Greg. G'day, Brett. For me, um has to be Robbie Flower, 87, uh, preliminary final at Waverley, walking off uh, arm in arm with uh, Michael Tuck, knowing that he's never going to play a grand final. That was a Jimmy Stein's run over the mark thing. Yep. And I was yep. very sad to see that because he deserved to play in a grand final. And um, he never did. And to me, he was a great loss. No doubt. And the, I suppose the great part for Robbie Flower, through all the hardship that he went through in his era that he played in at Melbourne, at least in that final year, he got to play finals footy. And who will ever forget that win against uh, Footscray out at the Western Oval to get through to the finals and uh, the prelim final at... Gee, they were so close, so close to being in a grand final. But, yeah, for Robbie Flower, uh, you know, it was fantastic that he could end his career. Yes, on a sad note, but also a great note to play, actually, in a final series. So, thank you, Greg. Um, Susan is in Cobblebank. Yes. Where, whereabouts? Hello, uh, you? You're testing my uh, um, geography here. Where's, where's Cobblebank? Okay, it's uh, out in the west. It's a new suburb. Um it's south of Melton South, so there you go. Um, you know where the tap crop is. So if you keep on going down that road, it becomes Cobble Bank. There you um, go. I learn something every day. There. What do you got for yes, us? Yes. Um, listen, I grew up most of my uh, immigrated life in Queensland. You know, over thirty, close to thirty in Australia now. So I've, I've, I've spent over twenty in Queensland. So you know, rugby league was uh, the main game there, and. Um, I remember Cameron Smith ever since the Melbourne Storm started. Um, you know, and, and he's just a, one of the greatest. And to mine, you know, uh, and others that were hard to fathom when they retired was Jonathan Thurston and Darren Lockyer, the likes of Mel Meninga. So, you know, there's some great players that have left the shores. But Cameron Smith, you know, in, year in, year out, considering the, the bashing they can get in those games and to be stand, standing up at the age of 37 has to be something incredible. You know, his mental toughness, his ability to turn up week in, week out for both uh, Melbourne Storm, the Queenslanders. Um, I remember a few years ago um, at the um, out at Richmond where they were training, so I've got photographs of him and signatures and photos of him, and I'll now treasure them. Um, but in Great regards stuff. to Cooper Cronk, I think, I think the one thing that needs to be said is that mm. he did leave and he did end up finishing his career down at somewhere else. And these two guys that the statues are there, it's like the Darren Lockyer's in, in Queensland and 
they they were one team man, and I think the um, the honour is for that as yep. well. So it's not just I mean I mean yeah, some could say that Cooper Cronk deserves a, a a statue, but the Roosters could say too because you know they. Uh, he won them two premierships as well. Surgeon, thank you for your call. And I now know where Cobblebank is in uh, Melbourne. That, that's a pretty reasonable uh, argument. Although you play over 300 games uh, for a club who was a new club uh, in the late 90s into the NRL in a frontier that uh, hadn't uh, supported or had uh, rugby league uh, being dominated by AFL down here. So it's an interesting argument, that one. Uh, Peter's in Castle Main. Hi, Peter. How you going? Very good, Pete. Um, I was a long-suffering Richmond supporter up until we won our first grand final and we've won two other grand finals. But how many statues can we have? Where's Greg Inglis, Craig Bellamy? What I'm saying is leave these people in peace to retire. Let's not read too much into it. Melbourne Storm is one of the most successful operations ever, whether it be in Melbourne, New South Wales, Queensland. Mm. What an outfit. Outfit. Let's leave him in peace and let's move on. Thank you very much, uh, Pete. I'm going to move on uh, right now. Craig Bellamy, that'll be the other one. Now, whether we find out in a couple of weeks or a little uh, later this year as to what his uh, future is, no doubt he will be honoured in a a massive way for what he has done for the Melbourne Storm. Now, back with your calls, your texts here on Time On. Cam Smith, anything else you want to put on the agenda? 1300 736 736. On SEM, your home of sport. Time On. Great to be with you on a Wednesday night. Brett Phillips all the way through to 7. NBL Cup coming up tonight. The throwdown, South East Melbourne Phoenix up against, of course, Melbourne United going to be a beauty. Just before Joel Kane, just want to get through a few on the temper text. Uh, press conferences have been uh, never been the same since Andy Roddick retired. Great player too, thank you. Yeah, we do miss Andy in his press conferences. Terry Danaher, Simon Madden and Tim Watson retiring at once. Um, and Hurdy and Sheeds at the same time. We're talking about those... Uh, those players or people within a club that have uh, retired have just been a little bit more heartfelt than uh, other ones across the journey. On an even uh, deeper level, I still find it really hard to let go and to rationalise Phil Hughes' death. I never felt so emotional about the passing of someone I don't know personally, and uh, yeah, certainly in that camp. Um, it was so sad that we weren't able to properly farewell Wayne Carey, seeing him in a Crows jumper was just wrong. Uh, Matthew from Tatura, Cameron Smith, well done. Great career, one of the greats of our game and club. Uh, Kernahan for me, uh, Brett. Great to see Sticks get some reference with uh, Bob and Andy in the last uh, hour. Those distinctive uh, voices. I could tell you a Sticks story, but I haven't got time. I might save that towards the end of the hour. Uh, Andrew Gaze when he retired. Uh, Shane Warne as well. Those that have maybe just got the heartstrings a little deeper and maybe a tear in the eye. Joel Kane, uh, of course, is uh, the SEN Drive host at 11.70 up in Sydney on a huge day for rugby league, farewelling an absolute legend. Joel, it's great to have you on Time On. Uh, thank you very much, BP. It's great to chat. And, and I haven't actually chatted to you since the conclusion of the Australian Open. And, and Fletch and I up here in Sydney are heavily indebted to you because prior to the tournament starting, you were declaring Novak Djokovic and Naomi Osaka would be the uh, the winners. We had a little cheeky multi and won some money, so we'd like to say thank you. Right, so uh, I'm happy to pass on my address, sir, uh, Joel. Are you be sending a little <laughs> bit of that down? <laughs> no problem. We owe you a nice dinner, that's for sure. Yeah. No, no problems. Uh, I think they'll go on and 
Uh, not only do some damage in the first part of the year, but probably for the majority of uh, 2021. But uh, Cam Smith, I listened in uh, to him today, and we go back 24 hours, and, you know, Vossi was pretty passionate on your station up there in Sydney as to where is Cam? I mean, it's it's sad in a way that we're not hearing from him. He hasn't uh, spoken to a lot of his former teammates, but obviously there's a lot of things bubbling around in the background. He was always going to come down to Melbourne for the unveiling of his statue uh, today. And no surprise, Joel, that he's announced his retirement. I think everyone had a fair inclination that that was going to happen. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Brett. Now, the thing with Cameron Smith, I suppose, is that I was thinking about this today. There's not too many people that you can think of, or, or maybe their horses, for example, where their numbers in your lifetime are not going to be repeated. And you, you know, Novak Djokovic, for example, will his numbers in our lifetime ever be beaten as far as most amount of weeks at number one? And, and Cameron Smith is most certainly in that bracket where his numbers on the rugby league field, I'm, I'm very confident in my lifetime. I'm never going to see anyone get near the numbers that Cameron Smith has produced in rugby league. So outstanding player, and everyone would say off-field, just an outstanding bloke as well. I mean, how how would you sum up Cam Smith, Joel? Uh, I was speaking to Matt Tripp today, the chairman of the Melbourne Storm, and and, and he probably sums it up by saying he he would never ask anything of anyone that he wouldn't do himself. And and he, he was a guy who... He, he was so durable in his career, Brett. Like, he would make 50 and 60 tackles in a game, yet he would... I think he missed something like six games only over his whole career, which started in 2002. We're now in 2021. You know, this is 19 years on. Uh, he's only just announced his retirement today. So much success. Now, this is a bloke who won at 72% over mm. his career. It's just... It, it is crazy numbers. Mm. He's a superstar of the game. But what he is, Brett, he wasn't a player who, if I said to you, okay, can you tell me um, the top 10 moments on Cameron Smith's highlights reel? And you probably struggle to immediately think of those iconic moments, which yep. you may do for some of the great AFL or rugby league players. But what he is, the way he would bring a team together and function together under his tutelage, I suppose, was just second to none. I mean, I've made reference in the first 20-odd minutes you know, this incredible era of the storm, you know, coming in in the late 90s. And I'm just thinking back those early days. I went to a few games at the old Olympic Park. And then, of course, the arrival of Craig Bellamy uh, brought incredible success. And a, a young Smith, a young Cronk, uh, a young Slater. And what they've been able to do as a, as a trio, along with uh, Craig Bellamy. And there's obviously the unfortunate chapter of uh, what happened and, and losing a couple of those premierships and... That was stuff that was certainly going on at an administrative uh, level. But, uh, gee, you sort of take it for granted a little bit. And I, you know, I don't go and watch the Melbourne Storm every week, but like everyone in Melbourne, when we're you know, infatuated with our AFL clubs down here, we've all taken an interest, I reckon, in the Melbourne Storm. And we've grown to like the Storm because of the calibre of people inside that club. And also grown to like them because of, let's face it, because the amount of wins that they've produced, people... People like wins and gravitate towards winners. And, you know, where, what would be the health of the club of the Melbourne Storm if not for the likes of Cameron Smith and those names you mentioned? If, if they didn't have the early great success that they've had to date, you know, how would they be faring financially? How would they be faring in, you know, fighting for their place in the papers down there in Melbourne mm. amongst all those great AFL teams? So uh, he's played a major part in rugby league being in Melbourne in the first place.
what next? I mean, he he's certainly been touted as a, a head coach you know, before retiring. He's given the indication today he'd love to stay involved. Clearly, the Melbourne Storm want to have him involved, and there's a bit to work through. And obviously, they'll let it breathe for a bit. He's got to go back to Queensland. He eventually will come back to Melbourne and sort out his affairs here and, and come and uh, talk to the club. But what, what do you see him doing in, in rugby league? What, what's the best fit, do you think, for Cam Smith uh, post-retirement? Yeah, really tough, Brett. Um, my, my gut feel is that ultimately maybe he leads Queensland initially because taking on a club role is is such a hard job. But many would argue that he's sort of taken that alongside Craig Bellamy in the past few years anyway. So, But I think that me personally, I could easily see him being the next Australian coach or the next Queensland coach or something like that that's not as heavy week to week. He's, still, he's a bloke still in his 30s, so he can basically do whatever he wants to do. No doubt. <laughs> it's uh, the sky, sky's the limit. And, you know, he's been, as he said today, Joel, he's been in that fortunate position where he's been able to right throughout be able to determine his future. There's no one, there was no one tapping him on the shoulder all the way through. Yeah. Uh, not many can say they're in that position. Everyone knows their time is up at some point and they will get that uh, tap on the shoulder. I, mean, I, was just, I was just sort of talking earlier about you know, the differences between AFL and, and NRL, and there, and, there, and there are lots. And I, I like a bit of uh, the NRL culture um, that I think could be adopted here. You know, we're seeing players sign up you know, with a club for the, the next season when they're still playing it in the club. It's still one I can't quite get my head around. But you know, the fact yeah. we're a day out from the uh, NRL season and Cam Smith hadn't officially... Um, announced what he was going to do, which is really interesting. I mean, that wouldn't probably happen in AFL footy, but as Craig Bellamy said today, well, you know, Cam Smith has made an unbelievable contribution. He absolutely deserved to announce when he wanted to go or or possibly stay. Absolutely. Well, and it's no coincidence that Queensland, you know, they weren't really flying back in the day and then Cameron Smith arrives and the fortunes change and this guy who's just a magnet towards winning... Um, you know, so he's just that kind of guy, Cameron Smith. I, I don't know about Cameron Smith as far as his coaching career and where he goes next, but I, what I do know is that he's going to play a major part and, and the NRL will be leaning on him for his counsel for various things as long as, as coaching as well. He just he, He's a super, superstar of the game. I don't know who his AFL equivalent or comparison would be, but... He's just done everything you need to do. The only thing that he didn't do in the game of rugby league, he won Golden Boots, which is coined the best player in the world. He won Dally M Awards. The Clive Churchill Medal, which Mm. is the best player on the day in grand final. And he had that wrapped up at halftime in the 2020 grand final. And then Ryan Pappenhausen had the audacity, the temerity to the hide, Brett, to have a stellar last 40 minutes and pinch it from Cameron Smith. And I suppose in many ways it's a bit like Bradman, you know, like it was the, the Bradman moment where Bradman had to get four in his last innings to have an average of 100. But yeah. we just want the champions to remain a little bit human, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, absolutely, we do. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate your reflections. And uh, we'll be listening in to you on, uh, on Drive on 1170, of course, on the SEN app right around uh, this great country of ours, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks, BP. Appreciate it, mate. We'll chat soon. Joel Kane, of course, played some magnificent rugby league himself, and you can listen to uh, Joel and Fletcher, of course, on 1170 uh, Drive if you're up in uh, Sydney, and, of course, on the app where you can uh, take in the whole uh, SEN uh, network. It's uh, 27 to 7.
Well, it's time now to check out what's happening in the world of greyhound racing. And joining me is uh, Peter Quilty from GRV. G'day, Pete. Yeah, great to be here, Brett. Racing three controlling bodies unite once again for the annual Tricodes meeting at Cranbourne on Friday night, while two stars fly the big flag in the group list at Murray Bridge Cup in South Australia on Sunday. And, Brett, keep an eye on a new kid on the block who heads to Ballarat tonight. Very nice. So, Pete, what's happening on uh, Tricodes uh, night? Well, Brett, the Tricodes is a chasing, racing and pacing extravaganza with 24 races shared between the Greyhound, Thoroughbred and Harness Codes. And, Brett, patrons will be treated to non-stop racing action. The Greyhound Racing feature is a City of Casey special event which carries a prize of almost $3,500, while a non-racing highlight will be Lee Harding performing Mystify, the songbook of In Excess after the last race. Brett, the COVID-safe event will be capped at 5,000 people. Gates open at 4.30, with adult online tickets costing $15 and kids under 18 admitted free. Pete, the Tricodes is a fabulous concept. OK, who, who serves it up, the the Crow Eaters at Murray Bridge on uh, on Sunday? All right, Brett, Victorians Run, Baber Run and Webleck Ace will be chasing a $15,000 first prize in the Cup. Run Baber Run was a brilliant heat winner at start 101 and early last year she contested the Group 1 National Futurity in Sydney while Webleck Ace finished a close second in his heat. He's a dual Group 1 finalist and won two Group 3 events last year. Webleck Ace is equal second elect at $4 on tab while Run Baber Run is a $6 chance. Well, I'm confident one of the Vicks will certainly do the job, Pete. So who's this uh, rising star at uh, Ballarat tonight? Well, Brett, it's Aston Rupee who could be the sport's new megastar. He's won five races from only seven starts and has been touted as the next big thing. Aston Rupee won the country championship on Australian Cup night and was only one and a half lengths off the track record. And his winning time was six and a half lengths faster than Group 1 Australian Cup winner Tommy Shelby. Brett, he's also a $14 pre-noms favourite for November's Group 1 Melbourne Cup at Sandown Park. Aston Rupee lines up in race six, box six at 8.40. Okay, so Aston Rupee, certainly a star of the future. Thanks for joining us, Pete. We'll catch up again early next week for all the latest uh, Greyhound racing news. On SEM, your home of sport. Time on. Welcome back to Time On. Uh, Brett Phillips with you. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. You're always welcome to give us a call or on the uh, temper text 0433 98 It is, of course, as you heard during the break, uh, Melbourne Storm Membership Day. Eight games for the price of four, just $99. You can sign up at melbournestorm.com.au. The Bunnies are in town tomorrow night to uh, kick off the year with the first game in over 12 months at home at Amy Park for the Melbourne Storm. So sure to get a great crowd and uh, the unfurling of another uh, premiership uh, flag. Uh, just off the temper text, uh, we were talking earlier on the back of Cam Smith and his retirement today. Just those in sport that have had a more profound effect on you when they've departed the sport. I mean, Kobe Bryant has got to mention here retiring and then, of course, uh, doubling up with his very sad passing. Uh, thank you, uh, Denham in Lang Warren. Brent Harvey not getting the home send-off that he uh, deserved. We've seen that. You know, quite a bit in uh, in sport. Uh, Cooper and Bellyache will get statues together after we find out what Craig's up to. Dave from uh, Hamilton. So possibly more to come uh, in that space. And I didn't get to ask that to Joel Kame 
Just running out a little bit of time. What Craig Bellamy is going to do, it's uh, fascinating, isn't it? I mean, he's certainly given the indication that this is going to be his last year. But until we hear it officially come out of his mouth, um, we speculate. And uh, it'll be a fascinating conversation uh, going on. Uh, AFL Captain's Day uh, today. We might just play a couple for you. Uh, Jack Steele uh, was speaking at Marvel Stadium uh, today on the, the Saints and their, their midfield pace. Let's take a listen to uh, Jack Steele. Oh, it was um, obviously a very fast-paced game, and I certainly didn't suit me, but um, I suppose that's what the new rule changes are going to do to the game and you know, definitely make things a lot quicker. And, yeah, it was, it was tough, but um, definitely enjoy, enjoyable, and I'm sure you know, people watching on really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm certainly not quick, um, and in our midfield, we've got a lot of pace, so a bit of a contrast uh, between us all, but, um, yeah, definitely, definitely doesn't suit me, and... I suppose overall it'll sort of suit our team, so I'm happy with it. As long as we're kicking goals and winning, I'm not complaining. So the other point for the Saints is their injuries at the moment. We learnt this afternoon that Ruckman Paddy Ryder will miss the start of the season after being granted personal leave away from the club, so not necessarily injury-related, but certainly uh, their stock's been depleted a little. Ryder will be absent from the opening rounds to spend time with his family and elders in the community. But uh, Jack Steele speaking on the Saints' injuries uh, earlier today. Yeah, there was just a, a, you know, a little purple patch there where we had a couple of injuries that didn't go our way. But well, a lot of those blokes that you just named will be back sort of in the early part of the year. Um, but luckily enough, we've sort of probably got the most depth we've had for a little while. So um, we should be okay uh, for the short term um, until those sort of blokes are able to return. But um, yeah, obviously no one likes injuries. It doesn't help anyone. But I suppose most teams sort of have you know a couple and are in a similar situation. So the other bit of news around today, Damien Barrett has gone with the news uh, this afternoon uh, that the 2021 AFL Grand Final will return to its traditional time slot of 2.30pm Saturday, September 25 at the MCG. There'd be no one to be disappointed about that, would there? I think the majority out there would love us to go back to a day Grand Final. I don't necessarily want to open up uh, whether we go day or night at this stage. We haven't got much time left uh, tonight. But I think the vast majority out there uh, love a day grand final. That's something that we can keep uh, unique as uh, as part of our um, as part of our game. Exciting Geelong tall Sam DeConning has extended his stay at the Cattery until the end of 2023. 19th pick in 2019, uh, yet to debut for the Cats, but uh, impressed in the Amy series uh, clash against Essendon on Saturday. Uh, key Melbourne defender Stephen May in doubt for the D's season opener after suffering mild concussion in Monday's pre-season loss to the Western Bulldogs. So plenty of footy news floating around. And cricket-wise, in the Marsh Cup down at the Junction Oval earlier today, it was a very, very young Victorian side. They went down to Tassie by six wickets at the City Power Centre, as it's referred to these days. The Vicks making 222. Uh, Peter Hanscom, who's been in outstanding form, making 95. Sam Harper made 51. Uh, Tassie in reply, four for 225. Uh, Silk was 69. Wright made 66. And uh, man of the match was uh, the left-arm spinner, Tom Andrews. Uh, took figures of uh, three for 45. So Tasmania uh, certainly getting the better of uh, Victoria in that clash. Uh, just ahead of the throwdown tonight, so some news out of South East Melbourne Phoenix. Uh, Kendall Stevens out with illness for that clash tonight. So they're down to six uh, rostered players uh, for that match. Uh, no uh, Ryan Brockoff at this stage. who's not going to suit up tonight. He's just come out of quarantine. Uh, they've got an injury replacement as well. So big task to take on the uh, top of the table, uh, Melbourne United. Interesting, earlier this morning, the UEFA Champions League, Juventus beat 
Porto 3-2, but the aggregate was four apiece at the end in the uh, second leg, but Porto won on away goals. I had Adrian Del Monte in the studio with me on the Sporting Capital about a week ago, Italian-Australian sports broadcaster who follows Italian football very, very closely. And he tweeted today, the teams to have eliminated Juventus in Europe since Cristiano Ronaldo joined, Ajax, Lyon and Porto. Sad, but maybe time for player and club to part way at season's end. If you've got a view on that, one three hundred seven three six seven three six or on the text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. There was just one coming through on the text. Uh, Jonathan Thurston's latest book uh, tells a story. Uh, Twelve years old, and another kid came up to him and introduced himself at a rugby league training session. That kid was Cameron Smith. Smith Thurston. Corey Parker, Billy Slater have known each other that long. There is certainly a tight bond, uh, no doubt, between uh, the Queenslanders. A little bit later on tonight, I'm a little excited. I'm going to have to go home and have a little kip because it's not till about 2am tomorrow morning. But the great Roger Federer is going to play his first match in about 13 months. Now, he's playing a guy called Dan Evans from Great Britain, who about three years ago was more known for being in pubs till about 3am in the morning. He actually got suspended for a year for drug-taking, has come back, and it's a great story of redemption to get inside the top 30 of men's professional tennis. He's actually been training with Roger Federer for the last two weeks and has done other training blocks as well. So just to get you in the mood for a bit of Roger returning, I want to just defer to the great Rob Koenig, the best tennis commentator going around. He did some great stuff with us at the Australian Open uh, of course, on SEM. And Robbie has had some of his finest moments calling the great Roger Federer. Oh, that is scandalous! Remy like picking that one up. But That's still work to do here. Oh, how sweet it is. Oh, how sweet it is, Robbie. That was a Roger Federer backhand, single-handed backhand up the line against Djokovic in one of the great rallies. Uh, We can't wait to see Roger back. It's going to be brilliant. And hopefully, we all hope, there is maybe one fairy tale Grand Slam at the ripe old age of 39, soon to turn 40. We'll take a break, come back and wrap up. Time on here on SEN. The NBL Cup, not too far away. Brett Phillips with you. NBL Cup coming up very soon. The uh, throwdown going to be a beauty tonight. South East Melbourne Phoenix. They need a win. They've lost their last two, but they're up against the pace setter. Uh, Melbourne United looking uh, very good. We'll bring you live commentary uh, coming up in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Paddy Dangerfield, of course, back in his uh, regular slot with Jared Waitley. Uh, we'll hear from Paddy uh, every couple of weeks or so as the uh, AFL season is unfolding. Of course, re-elected as the AFLPA president but talking this morning on the impact of reduced rotations. It didn't seem, in our game, it didn't seem too bad. <laughs> but whether that's because you, the game itself, you, you're just not as um, tied to because it, it, it doesn't mean anything. I think there's a bit of that. You know, there's, there's not the anxiety that you get during a normal game. Um, but certainly the management of your of your players, you know, we've got guys that just won't rotate for, for certain quarters. So, um, and that hasn't hasn't happened before in their career. So, that's a that's a significant change. Um, but really, we we do need a, a greater sample size before we all um, jump up and down and start screaming at, 
and I'm guilty of that as well. Yes. Um, you know, before we, we make um, concrete judgment on on the, the, the different changes, the increased game time to what it was, uh, reduced rotations and all that sort of thing. So there he is, Paddy Dangerfield, having a chat to Jared, And, of course, you can go back and listen to that full interview, which is podcasted at sen.com.au and through the SEN app, of course. Dyson Heppel trying to play a fair bit of footy this year. He's had a tough couple of years of injury. But talking today at the AFL Captain's Day on life after Joe Danaher at the Bombers. Someone like Hooksy, it's, it's great to have him there. He's, uh, you know, his versatility to be able to swing him forward is huge for us. And, um, yeah, big Peter, two-metre Peter. He's, um, he's been a great character around the club and um, I think he's been a huge addition on field as well. So it um, should be exciting to see this year. All to unfold, uh, certainly for the Bombers. I think there's a lot of people who need to see a bigger sample size just to get a, a true look at Essen and their game style. New coach, uh, certainly their recruits showed a fair bit. I mean, they uh, well, they had a kick straight against Geelong at GMHBA Stadium on Saturday night. They probably win that game. So um, some of their ball movement was uh, was quite encouraging, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, of course, SEN Tipping is back. You can play SEN AFL Tipping and join the Ream League for the chance to win over 15,000 in prizes, including a huge 2021 Toyota AFL Grand Final experiences. You can sign up now at tipping.sen.com.au. Uh, so get amongst the SEN uh, Tipping. A day where we've, well, said farewell to an absolute legend of sport, uh, Cameron Smith. I think whatever sport you follow... You would no doubt have come across Cameron Smith, followed him closely or followed him from afar and admired a guy who certainly got the best out of himself on field and carried himself beautifully off the field. What lies next? We wait and see. I don't think he's in any hurry. He had to put a suit on today for the first time in about six months. He's been going around in about three pairs of shorts. We'll get the wardrobe sorted. He'll get back to Melbourne. I'm sure the Melbourne Storm supporters will be able to celebrate. Roger Federer, yes, you can watch him on the text, 2 a.m., be in sports if you've got Fox. You're on the Fed. Good to see him back. That single-handed backhand, beautiful. NBL Cup, up next. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.